It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. The Wizards snap a three-game losing streak, winning the night in... Philly, the dub, 121 to 111. In this episode, we're going to have a, we're going to talk about the game a little bit next on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. So, as you know, the Wizards, the big dub in Philly tonight, 121 to 111. So, the question is, is the offense better running through KP or through Bradley Bill? What do you think, E? Um, yeah, I, I would say both if I could. You know, just that dynamic duo, the pick and roll and pick and pop. But I think it was flowing better. It was going really well through Porzingis tonight. I know Joel Embiid didn't play tonight, which, you know, I don't know how that matchup would have went Porzingis versus Embiid. But Porzingis was dominating, man. Um, 
P.J. Tucker couldn't guard him. Just from the jump, they went right to Porzingis. I love how Porzingis did a ball fake. P.J. Tucker went for the fake, and Porzingis just went to the basket and dunked it. There were a couple times where Porzingis got some and ones. Got to the free throw line a lot tonight, 11 for 11. Just the gravity he makes, the hockey passes he makes, uh, just for open shots for guys. Um, Porzingis, he dominated from start to finish. They could not guard him. I hated how they took away that and one from him where he just did the flip shot behind his head. That definitely was an and one. But he, like I said, he dominates from start to finish. 11 for 11 from the free throw line. Um, also looking at some other numbers from him. But, yeah, when he gets the ball at the high post, he, he's just an automatic mismatch. Guys can't guard him, and I, I think he took advantage of Embiid not being there once again, shooting over P.J. Tucker, shooting over Tobias Harris, getting the matchup, the mismatches on James Harden and other guards um, that were guarding him. And, and Porzingis really dominated once again. Start 30 points, nine boards, was a plus seven tonight, had three blocks. Uh, three assists. He's really playing at an all-star level, and I think they they definitely should run the offense through him, and they should get him some more high post t- uh, touches out there because he really is a force, and was and he's really playing at an all-star level. So when it runs through him through the paint, he gets touches. He makes it easier for Bill. They can do pick and rolls, pick and pops. Um, there are plays where you know he would set a screen, they pass the ball to Bill in the corner, and just give it to Porzingis in the post, and and he was he was unguardable at times tonight. He really dominated and that's what i love to see from him and i think the more chemistry with bill and porzingis the the chemistry gets better the more dangerous this team can be absolutely this team was dangerous tonight that that duo of kp and bradley bill they showed out tonight this was a very good win you know i know mb's not playing but this is a good quality win especially snapping three game losing streak we just last three games we just have not looked like a good team you know the, the coming to philly especially with the World Series playing. You know, Philly fans are already feeling it tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> to come in, you know, Philly and get this win, you know, with or without Embiid, I think it's still a good quality win. Like you said, combining for almost 60 points, this duo was rocking tonight. You know, Kuz, 18 points contributed. You know, he looked a lot better tonight. You know, the ball movement was was good tonight. It was They were passing the ball. They were finding an open man. It was good team basketball tonight. Now, obviously, Monte Morris contributed six points, but he did contribute six assists and gill uh second night in a row starting two points maybe a little underwhelming but you know overall the starting unit looked good now the bench looked better than uh previous couple games you know really 10 points uh was it 10 rebounds barton 11 points gaff 10 points so you know the, the bench came out and showed out tonight so now like you said this duo at their best can be an all-star duo it just finding that consistency and especially finding consistency against teams that we should beat you know i think 76ers are a team that we should beat if we want to play in the playoffs so no i totally agree Mm -hmm. definitely yeah i mean this is this is definitely a a team that you have to take advantage of with with joel and b not being there matisse theibel also got injured too but um like you said all around game six guys in double figures you look at some of the numbers 68 points in the paint they dominated in the paint we um gafford stepped up and played a lot better tonight as well um free they got to the free throw line a lot 32 free throws we shot more free throws than the uh, than the Sixers. We're usually it's usually the other way around. It's usually the other team getting about thirty free throws, and we only get to the free throw line five times. Well, the Wizards shot twenty six for thirty two from the free throw line. Um, Denny and Rui tonight. We, we're talk, we'll talk about them later, but they were super impactful. Denny responded in a great way from being demoted from the starting lineup. He did other things. He didn't score a lot, but he had a big strip uh, still on James Harden where he slapped the ball away from him. That led to. Um, that led to a good possession for the Washington Wizards. That was a huge stop down the stretch in the clutch. Uh, Rui had some good rebounds down the stretch that we needed. 10 points, 10 boards. And Kuz 
he hasn't shot the ball. He didn't shoot the ball well the last in the three game losing streak. He found other ways to be effective. Made some threes on the first half, but he had some nice backdoor cuts, some nice slip, slip uh, cuts to the rim, and then he had a clutch put back down a stretch two to seal the deal to put us up by ten. So other guys contributed in other ways, and I love the lineup that West put out there tonight. Where you know Monte Morris, you know he he had a better first half, but he realized that they needed to go big and they had an advantage against the Sixers. He had Bill at the point, uh, Rui, Denny, Kuz all played at the same time. Porzingis was the five. I think it was it was Bill. Denny, Rui, Kuz, Bill, Rui, Denny, Kuz, and Porzingis. So that's a huge uh, lineup there. Rui's getting deflections. That's that's a that's a that's a good lineup without Delon right there. I think that's an impactful lineup. A long, switchable lineup with guys with long, long arms, long wingspans. And I think West improved. He learned a lot from the last game because we we gave George's Niang. We didn't let him have a bunch of wide open shots. I want to see how many points Niang had because last game he just went crazy against us. Um, he had 13 points. He hit three threes, but still, I feel like we kind of did a better job on him. And James, Harden, they didn't double on James Harden because the double double team of James Harden was killing this last game. Tyrese Maxey had a great game too, 32 points. I mean, Maxey's just playing really good ball. He's playing at All Star level this year too. But I think West was smarter with doubling. They they didn't double as much, and they didn't play a lot of zone. So I was happy with that because they just didn't get the the Sixers still shot ridiculous. They were ridiculously ridiculously hot from the three point line. 19. They hit 19-3 tonight, but I do want to get commend West for doing a better job with the lineups tonight and a better job with defensive schemes. Um, they made it tough for the Sixers. They hit a lot of tough threes tonight. No, nah, West definitely stepped up tonight. He definitely stepped up game plan-wise. And like you said, big ups to Denny and Rui defensively. Uh, Denny was doing his thing. You know, he really stepped up, especially uh, being benched. You know, he really responded. So this is what you want to see from Denny. Again, five points, but – he did contribute eight rebounds, and, you know, Denny's not the, a focal point on offense. So, you know, five points, I'll take it. You know, his defense was on point. Rui, you know, you see a little bit of work being done on the defensive end with Rui. He's he, You do see a difference this season with Rui defensively. You know, he's starting to round out into a more of a complete player. Now, is he that lockdown guy? Nah, but he has made a lot of strides def- uh, defensively. So, now, like you said, a lot of people, this was a good team win. You know, the bench really responded. Starting unit responded. Now, you know, Gill starting at the three. I don't know if I am in favor of that <laughs> going forward. I just don't see him starting. You know, I, I watched the interview where, you know, he's talking about his reasons. And, I, you know, it is what it is. But I'm not a fan of him being at the three. But, you know, with Kisper coming back and DeLon coming back, you know, hopefully that's not the case going forward. Because, you know, three-point shooting, you know, there's another thing we need to touch on. You know, was a good quality win overall team wise, but three point shooting continues to be an issue. We tonight we shot 23%. So with Kisper coming back and DeLong coming back eventually, I, I do see that getting better. But how, is that are you pushing the panic button with three point shot right now? Or how, what do you think about the struggles behind the art? No, that's a good question. Um, we struggled to shoot from three last year and we were bottom five three point attempts uh, this year again. And we were bottom, bottom um, five and three point attempts last year as well. So I don't know if it's West's philosophy. I know on the radio this morning, he said he wanted to push the pace and, and shoot more threes. Uh, but guys just aren't not knocking them down. I think Kisper could help with that. Um, DeLon Wright could help with that too. Um, Kuz hit two threes tonight. Porzingis hit one, uh, but they were just scoring in the paint tonight. So they didn't really need to shoot threes. 
Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep getting to the basket. And it's, you know, 68 points in the paint is, is that's, that's, <laughs> that's basically half of their points. So the getting to the free throw line tonight was huge. Getting into the paint was huge. So, um, I'm, I'm, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it as far as getting to the paint. Yes. We would love to see them hit some open shots, but, uh, once again, you know, it, it just keep going with what's working for you. Porzingis, if you're running the offense through Porzingis, it might be that kind of night. Bradley Bill hasn't really shot well from the three. He only shot two threes tonight. You know, he's just not that three-point shooter that he used to be. Um, he's really a mid-range scorer, and this was his best game. You know, at, after you, you know, t- we uh, get a quick word from prize picks, I do want to give Bradley Bill some credit tonight. I do. Yes, sir, absolutely. But real quick, tonight's episode is brought to you by prize picks. How does it work? You pick two to five players, and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. I got some money in the night. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. That includes the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, WBA, NASCAR, MMA, men's and women's college basketball, college football, even Euro basketball, cricket too. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on as sign up for an instant deposit match. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's up to $100. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So, E, 
looking at Philly real quick, like you said, Maxi showed out 32 points. Uh, James Harden, you know, he did 24 points, but I think Denny did do a good job guarding him tonight. And obviously Tobias Harris at an 18. So overall, yes, it's a good quality win, especially against the 76ers. You know, they were without Embiid, but does this give you more optimism going forward against, you know, going against these higher echelon teams in the East? I think they're starting to find their identity a little bit. I would say that we just talked about three-point shooting. Three-point shooting is just not our calling. Um, yeah, there's going to be some nights we're going to have to hit some threes but and knock down some open ones. But I think, you know, just getting to the paint, running running the offense through Porzingis. Um, if they get to find their identity and establish roles, because that's the thing with West Elmsville Jr. Last year, they didn't establish roles. Too many guys went touches and not knowing their roles at all and a lot of conflict and, and fighting in the locker room and whatnot. Um, I think they do have more guys that will that want to buy in this season, but they got to establish some roles. Like, you know, Denny's going to be our perimeter stopper. You know, DeLon Wright, when he was available, he was our defensive stopper. But um, just Denny being that defensive stopper, Brad being that scorer from the mid-range, getting to the basket, um, being that off-ball scorer, Porzingis running the offense through him, Kuzma moving without the ball, scoring that way, uh, Rui just being that bench scorer, Will Barton being a six-man. I thought Will Barton had some good moments tonight, too. Um, I did want him to pass the ball on a fast break. There was one time where he took it to the fa- and, and just missed the layup. Um, and then Gafford just coming off the bench and playing with energy. So um, I think that's the way that's the way that they can beat teams that are compete that are you know championship contenders, say like the Bucks, um, you know the Miami Heat, the Celtics. That's how they can hang in with got with teams like that. They have to find their identity and establish roles and get good chemistry. Um, so that's that's the way they can compete. Um, I would love to see them play against Joel Embiid with them, them with a healthy squad, but I think that's the way they can compete. With Denny playing defense like that, um, Rui coming off the bench playing like that, Porzingis playing at a high level like that, and Bradley Bill scoring. And Bradley Bill, you know, won the defensive player the game belt from West Huntsville Jr. Now, a lot of people, you could argue and say Denny. Denny had some nasty blocks tonight. He blocked Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. I want to say he blocked Tyrese Maxey. He was, he was blocking their shots off the glass as well. Um, but Weston so Jr., he said, quote, his overall activity, he's got to navigate a lot of screens. So that's why he gave the defensive player of the game belt to Bradley Bill. We haven't had a defensive player of the game belt in a couple of the last three losses. Nobody deserved it, how atrocious this defense was. They couldn't guard a park car at all. But, um, yeah, to answer your question, I think that's how we can compete. I do think we can win some games um, against those top teams this year if they if they find their identity and everybody plays within their role. Yeah, I agree. I think you hit the nail on the head, you know, everybody knowing their role going forward. Now I think they are a move away, but I'm going to get to that in a second. But if you look at the starting lineup, you know, as far as expected roles that I would expect from them, uh, Morris continuing to be that distributor, I think going forward, because his shot was starting to go along and then obviously the 96 points, but you know, just like Denny, he's not a focal point of offense. So I'm not too worried, you know, with Morris, but I do think that going forward, maybe finding your starting point guard. I know, you know, I'm saying, and I think that his role going forward to really, if we are going to be serious about contending in the Eastern Conference, I think Monte Morris is best fit as a six man or a backup point guard. But, you know, um, Bill, like you said, being a scorer, not so much the playmaker or trying to create his own shot. I think he's best served, you know, spot up shooter, score, you know, driving the lane. Because when Bradley Bill drives the lane, because he is that focal point on offense. He's the guy that teams are going to game plan against and, and show tonight. They, they made it hard tonight for Brad. And the fact that with, with the defense they were playing on Brad, and he still got 29 points, mad respect. Because 
they were centered on Brad and Mike. They really were. So that's what I want to see. He responded. This was the response that we wanted to see. And this is the response his team needed because the show out, like I said, the show out in Philly and beat the 76ers. I know minus MB, but it's still a really good team without MB. And, you know, the Philly fans are feeling it because, you know, the Philly's about to win the World Series. So, <laughs> you know, they came in and they, they did their job. So that's what you want to see. But yeah. yeah, you saw Brad and uh, Porzingis going back and forth with the Philly fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you want to see, man. Because you know Philly fans are crazy, so right, they you know they got a jail in the stadium. Oh man, so <laughs> you know this was a good win. This was a much needed win. So I'm not I'm not even tripping about and beating. Look, we took advantage of that. And mm-hmm. talking about you know taking advantage, PJ Tucker couldn't roll with KP tonight. I mean mm-hmm. that height advantage showed. He just he couldn't stop him. KP took advantage of the height, and just wow. To me, he's played like an all star. You know, we've had our ups and downs this season, but KP has been that one constant threat in his lineup. He's just been as advertised coming over from Dallas. You know, when he's healthy, this, he's a force to be reckoned with in the NBA. You know, it just, just the potential of this player is just, man, this combo could be good. You know, and it's really good to talk about a win. You know, last three games, we kind of down, you know, kind of upset. You know, still, that dub is much needed. So, no, overall, great team win. Definitely, yeah. I mean, we were we were talking about Bradley Bill. We were we were tough on him, rightfully so. I mean, he was awful against the Celtics. Um, he didn't really play well against the Sixers last game either. He didn't really play well against Indiana either. And you know, he was a big part of those losses. When you have that contract, you have high expectations. You know, no trade clause, trade kicker. Keep saying every time. You know, the team that you're the heart of you're the heart and soul of the team. You're supposed to be the face of the franchise. And I think I, I said I didn't see a complete game from him at all this year. I think he had a good moments. The Bulls game, he was clutch in the second half. That win. Um, the Pacers game, he was solid throughout. But I think this game, he really dominated throughout the whole game where there were there were just parts of the game where he really was unstoppable, hitting, hitting the mid-range shots and being off ball, like you said. He's just better when somebody's able to facilitate and get him the basketball rather than him him being that point guard bill. That's where he gets into trouble and gets turnovers. But he's still a really good playmaker. He had some really good passes. He had a pass to Anthony Gill on a on a cut. He had a beautiful pass to Porzingis as well. Um, so man, he stepped up tonight and defensively he was good. Um, like I said, you could debate between him and Denny tonight for the defensive player of the game. Um, but yeah, Rui and Denny tonight they were a plus fourteen. Uh, I want to say Rui was a plus fourteen, and uh, Denny was a plus seventeen. Let me make sure I got it right. But uh, both those guys, both the young guys stepped up and they responded. Rui was a plus 14 tonight, double, double, 10 points, 10, board, 10 boards. And um, Denny had five points. He had five fouls, but eight boards and uh, one assist. And he uh, had three blocks tonight too. He was a plus 17. Um, and Denny, Denny did, he did a good job rebounding and bringing the ball up too. So um, once again, yeah, just a solid win. I, I have nothing really negative to say tonight. Um, happy about that. The, the three game losing streak was rough. But um, they're going to have rough patches like this. So I'm, I love the way that they responded. I know Todd Gibson talked to the guys in the locker room, and I thought they really, really responded well. So I'm, I'm proud of the guys tonight. And they can build off this um, against a tough Nets Nets team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I have only one thing that I'm going to say negative. But mm-hmm. before, I, before I say that, you know, no, overall, <laughs> great win. I mean, great team win. The team responded. This They really did. They responded. I, I think the only negative is, Defense was a lot better with this game, mm. but transition defense continues to be an issue. You know, still, you know, you saw a few times, you know, taking the time to get down the court, and we continue to get killed on transition defense. So that's one area I want us to shore up. Uh, paint defense is getting better. I mean, overall, defense did get better. You know, transition D, yeah, but 
I'm not gonna get you know. Look, this is a dub. So, <laughs> no overall great win. Um, couple of stats tonight. Rui recorded his seventh double double, and mm-hmm. KP back to back thirty point game thirty point games since the 2020 bubble. So, what do you think about that? I love it, man. It's Porzingis getting back to his form. I think this is the best way you can use him. You know, um, just running the offense through him. He's playing really well. Um, like we said over the summertime too, Beard or Porzingis. Um, he looks spry. He looks athletic. This is the most healthy that he's looked. And they're running the offense through him. He's knocking down shots. He's scoring in the post. He's, he's just a human mismatch. That's why they call him the unicorn. Um, and I think he's found a home. I think this is a revenge season for him. It didn't work out in New York at the end. It didn't work out in Dallas. And I think this time, um, I think this is a home for him. And I think I think he can really settle in here and dominate where, yes, he. I think at times he will be the number one option. He will be the go-to guy. On a, Him and Brad can take turns, but I think there will be times where there's going to be some games where, where Porzingis is going to be the best best player on the court. Yeah, it's definitely a revenge tour. I mean, look, revenge is best Kurt, uh, serve cold, right? His <laughs> brother been cold, man. Uh-huh. I mean, he's, he's been playing. So, not like, you know, I think everybody in the NBA can agree that barring health, this is the talent of the guy. This guy can – he can play. He can score. He can shoot. He can defend. This is just – that's why they call him the unicorn. I mean, he's been incredible in D.C., so, yeah, I would love to see him here long term. I think he's a good fit for this organization, good fit for the city. You know, he's got he's got a very uh, blue collar play, you know, style to him. You know, he's he's a, he's a hustler, man. So no, I, I love what I see from KP overall right now. So before we roll out, who's your player of the game and who's your defensive player of the game? Oh, man. And then, yeah, we got to get to some comments, too. I guess we'll, we'll read about what five or. We'll read about five to ten comments, and then we'll wrap up after this. My player of the game tonight is, is Porzingis, man. Um, I really wish he would have got the double-double, but like I said, from start to finish, he, he from start to finish, he dominated um, and, and made all his free throws tonight. 11, 11 for 11 from the free throw line, took advantage of every mismatch, um, and like he just dominated, and that, that's what we need from him. And we he put the team on his back a couple times. Um, he said defensive player. I love what Brad did, but I am going to go with Denny, man. That was such a huge steal on James Harden. The blocks tonight, too. Um, I thought he was guarding a couple guys, Maxi, Tobias, James Harden. I thought Denny did a heck of a job. But I'm, I, I thought Brad played – this was one of his better defensive games for sure, too. Yeah, I agree. I think with player of the game, I'm going to roll with Bill. I've been hard on Bill. <laughs> I've been real hard on him. You know, but he showed up tonight. He responded. You know, KP has been consistent. But, you know, uh, Brad has been up and down. And like I said, we've been hard on him, but he, he definitely responded in this game. Um, defensively, you got to go Denny. Denny is just – he's just an elite-level defender. You know, like I said, he's not a focal point offense, so I'm not too worried about the points. I think his shot will come along. I think he will develop his offensive tool set. I just think that right now his, his, his defense is just elite. So would I like to see him in a starting lineup going forward? Yeah, I, I mean – I would. I like to say, you know, <laughs> I don't. I still. I don't get why Gill's there, but you know, that's a whole mm. other conversation. But and I think that Denny needs to be plugged in at three. I think he's shown that he's just he can guard the best player on the other team. He he has shown that. Look, James Harden, even now at his age, he is still a threat. He showed. You know, James Harden can still go to the free throw line anytime he wants. He can draw. He's just the king of drawing fouls. So, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 contain him. You know. You probably thinking twenty four points to contain them. Yeah, absolutely. This guy can still throw down thirty points whenever he wants to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Denny, he definitely gets the belt for me. But I can see why Brad would get it because Brad he took te- he took steps forward defensively tonight too. You know, he he just is a good all around game for him. So 
Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Definitely. Um, perfect findings. I forgot to talk about the missed layout from Danny down the stretch. Yes, I was very upset with him for that. Um, I give Danny a very hard time. He misses too many layups. He's too talented to miss layups. He's too tall. You're 6'9". You got to finish your layups. Yes, he had a great defensive game. But, of course, I did earlier say there was nothing negative to really say. But, yes, Brandon, you already brought up your part that you didn't like. That's my part that I did not like at all <laughs> was that mislayup because he had a $100 move but a 10-cent finish. And he had a nice play where he finished on James Harden, too. I do want to go see him go left. He didn't go left at all tonight either. He, he was right-hand dominant going to the basket and making any move that he made tonight. Um, but defensively, he was a stalwart. Uh, he was a steel curtain out there. Um, he was locked down. He, I'm surprised he didn't throw up the X on the steal on James Harden. But, yes, he did get back to playing well on defense, and he says he's not giving up his tickets just yet because he did say he was going – you did say you are going to give him some tickets last episode, but I guess, you know, Denny – did he play it a lot and uh he was contributing to the win so i guess yeah you go ahead and keep your tickets it's, it's up to you perfect finals yeah i mean diddy did his thing you know but you did say you're gonna give him the tickets man i'm just saying but nah. <laughs> <laughs> no nah. i mean i would like to see the x i think he you know when you when you see the x the confidence is there i want to see denny with confidence mm -hmm. with confidence he's he's a really good player you know especially defensively you know but again you know the layups he does have to get better with the finishing you know finishing especially in traffic you know he's got to get better with that but you know, like i said you know offensively you're not expecting too much not that he can't you know score when needed it's just you know with, we have so many weapons already it's just his defense is his greatest asset right now so yeah i completely agree you know denny was mm -hmm. a man tonight definitely Maya said perfect finals. Yep, solid game. You could see he was a little bit shaken by that mislayup, but he bounced back right after. Denny was a huge part of the win. Yep, definitely talked about that. He certainly was. Um, a pod named Kickback. That's my guy. I was on his podcast a couple weeks ago. Make sure you guys subscribe him. Subscribe to him on YouTube. He says, What's up, fam? Run through KP. Let Brad Jill, Jill or Jell when he needs to, or kill when he needs to. And let Kuz close. Um, I like how we close the game too. I thought we put our foot in the next and smell blood as well. Where there's some games where we don't finish the games well. I thought we put the Sixers away when we needed to. Uh, but Brandon, what's your thoughts on on um, on his comment? No, I agree. I think the offense definitely needs to be run through KP. It just is is more fluid. Mm -hmm. You know, him and Brad just they're more fluid when he when the offense runs through him. You know, the potential with the pick and pop man is just. When they're on, this could be a very scary lineup. So, no, mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. Yeah. KP, Porzingis had a nice pass where Brad made a backdoor cut in the first half, too. Almost mm -hmm. forgot about that. He made a beautiful pass where Brad cut. So, um, just like last year in that Lakers game where where he dunked on LeBron and he was scoring over Russell Westbrook, guys couldn't guard him at the high post. So, And, that, and that's that's what Wes Unsell Jr. wants to do with his – he kind of wants that Nuggets offense over here or something similar to Jokic and Jamal Murray. I know they're totally different players. But, you know, Porzingis is an underrated passer. He's a good passer, too. He's not a passer like Jokic, of course, behind the back and behind his head type passes, just eyes on the back of your head type of passes. Um, but Porzingis is a good passer, and he's a unicorn. He's a guy that can shoot from the three and, and really score in the post. So um, I think the offense is better suited to run through Porzingis. Monte Morris, they can bring the ball up, hand to Porzingis, and then make it Porzingis, you know, isolation, uh, backdoor cuts, all kinds of stuff, find open shooters. And I think that's the best way, or pick and roll with Brad, um, and I think, I think that's the best way to go. Um, Biggie Steve says, great all-around game. Uh, he also says transition defense was much better tonight. 
Um, Omer says Bradley Bill got the Wizards belt for defensive player of the game. Bradley Bill got the Wizards. He said it again. Um, Kobe Hachimura says KP Kuz, Rui Denny, Bill lineup is the one. What, were, what was your thoughts about that lineup? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, those are taller lineup. I, yeah, <laughs> I completely agree. That that wasn't good lineup. You know, Bill, Denny, Rui, Kuz, yeah, a lot of scoring. Um, especially with dude, uh, not dude, uh, Denny and Rui stepping up defensively. So hey, that uh, that lineup was rocket. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I talked about that earlier too. It's just a it's a tall lineup that has versatility. Um, Rui, Denny, and Kuz, they love playing together. So I want to see that. I want to see that more. I really do. Um, and I thought Brad was really effective with that lineup too. Uh, Sadari says that's what I like to see tonight. All I can ask for is just effort, which we weren't showing the last few games. That is true. We weren't. They weren't showing effort at at all. They weren't getting back on defense, leaving guys wide open. Um, it was really bad, but they really bounced back. Big J fifty two said, "Yep, we saw some big point." Denny. Um, Area eleven says, "Nice win." Denny was X Factor locking up tonight. Rui as well. Need to see this against a legit team now. So, yeah. Um, they got the Nets on Friday, so we'll definitely preview that. Um, uh, tomorrow night, um, Big Simple forty two. Says we lit. Shout out to Big Simple, man. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for coming in. We'll read about two more comments, and um, and then and then wrap it up. Um, Red Wings 01 says three point shooting is still an issue. Eager to get Kisper back, hopefully in time for the Nets. Uh, what's your thoughts about that? Yeah, three point shooting. You know, like you said, continues to be an issue. But I'm optimistic that Kisper is going to help alleviate that a little bit. And same thing with Delon. So I think I think it's one of those things where it's kind of wait and see. You know, Kispert hasn't played, and DeLon's out. You know, DeLon was shooting from a high percentage before he went down with injury. So, you know, I kind of wait and see. But, yeah, three-point shooting has to has to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Wings 01 said we also lack a true starting point guard. Um, I think you alluded to that before. Um, yeah, it's a point guard by committee. I know when DeLon gets back, that will help. But, yeah, we don't have a point that – we don't have a point guard that really gets into the paint and penetrates and, and makes – gets open shots for guys. I think Monte is a solid point guard, but he's really a backup. Um, and he's a guy that gets stopped in the mid-range. He doesn't really get into the paint and create open open lanes uh, for guys. Like, he doesn't create easy baskets for Gafford or Porzingis. He doesn't really create any lobs for, for our bigs or anything like that. Um, he's just a steady Eddie kind of point guard. Yeah, I mean Monte, he's 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 decent right now. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he's played completely terrible, but no, I think we need going forward, whether at the deadline or you know, for us to really make a run this year, I think that we need a true point guard who's going to drive the lane, you know, open up open up the offense a little bit, you know, that, and that's why it's so important to have that type of point guard because with a lot of the scores and shooters we have on this team, you know, when when you have a point guard who can penetrate. And kind of open up the offense. It just makes, I think that's truly going to open up this offense for Kuz and Brad. So, no, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Um. So we'll probably wrap it up here. Um. And yeah, Brandon, you can wrap it up, man. We got a good win, a dub. I, I love to see it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions. Big game recaps and the ticket of the day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. So, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Big dub tonight. Big dub tonight for the Wiz. So, again, check out me and my guy, the real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. And Friday night, 
Brooklyn Nets. So definitely uh, watch the game, show your support, and let's get this dub. Let's get let's go for two in a row. So everybody have a good night and peace. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.